whoever is the kids workers today, you're going to be, you're just going to be so excited because I'm going to cut this short today. We just had a lot going on today, and I looked at the clock, and I'm like, what? I'm usually in point two by now, and so we'll, uh, I'll try not to keep you too long today, so, but uh, again, it's such a, a blessing to uh, see everyone here, and you know, when, when we first came in 1997, <clears throat> we came out. We were scheduled, actually, to uh, come out and candidate in February. We kind of had to delay that a little bit because uh, Thane was due the end of February. And uh, so we um, delayed a little bit. And when we came out to preach at the church and get to know the body of believers at the time, Thane was three weeks old. Do you realize that some of you have been here since then? Thane has graduated from college now. So it... Uh, uh, you know, it is God bless thing, and uh, so exciting. And and I've said this before, but I don't I don't know if everyone here understands the significance of this. But Tyler um, wasn't even quite three years old when when we came out here. We we lived in a fifth wheel trailer out at at. Um, Wayward Wind Campground out behind the old Clarion Inn, and we lived out there for six weeks, and and Tyler would warm those little gravel roads up. He had one of those little electric four-wheelers, and he would ride that up and down the little road, and he had Widowmaker the stick horse stuck in the back, and uh, <clears throat> warm the roads up, and, and uh, there, there was a Sunday... Or there was a service, I distinctly remember this, that we had nine people in service. And I, uh, I think about what, what God has done, and the volunteers that we had yesterday was a big Sunday for years and years. And, you know, we, uh, we really, we just kept doing the same thing. You know, people ask, well... What, what has been the success and why, why is Platte Valley growing the way it is? And God just blesses faithfulness. And, and I don't mean that in a small way, but, but it, uh, God has blessed that faithfulness. And through you putting up with me, through, through me uh, uh, just you know staying, staying true. We just need to stay true to the Word and preach the Word and, and live according to that. And through that, my kids can give a testimony that this is the only church that they know growing up. This is it. I've known past, you know the average stay of a pastor now is under three years. The average stay of an assistant is under a year. And so it, it's, we're in a society where people just move. And <clears throat> so often they move when there's a problem. And, and I just don't see God moving us when when there, there's issues and, and problems, he wants us to see it through the storm. And then after the storm, when things are calm, that's when God may move someone, but not during the storm. And, and I just thank God for our church family and how our kids can grow up and say, this is the only church that we know. And now I know that Thane and Kareth now, they're, when they're at school, they're in an, another local church out there. And uh, 
uh, and I'm thrilled for that, but I just, it truly is a wonderful testimony that our children have grown up here and, and lived in this community uh, their entire lives, and, and I just, I thank God for that. So thank you for putting up with me for so many years, and uh, all of the quirks that I have, and I know that I have them, my children and my wife remind me of them. Uh, quite often, but I do truly appreciate each and every one of you, and and I love the community, whether they come here or not, uh, whether they're saved or not. <clears throat> it, uh, I just love the community. It's a it's a wonderful place to live, and and I and I thank God for that. And every time I drive through Barstow, California, I pray fervently. God never call me here. Never call me to Barstow, California. Please, Lord. So, anybody here been to Barstow? Yeah, you know. Yeah, it's a good place to be from. If you think about that, you'll get it here in a minute. But anyway. All right. So, <clears throat> giving thought to what to preach today, and it is going to be short, maybe, maybe uh, more of a devotional style, but uh, I just want to think about our moms for a little while. And... Uh, I, I've done this before, and maybe I, I'm going to do it again. What are some of the favorite mom sayings? Like, how did you get in that predicament? Or what's some famous mom sayings? Yes. Because I said so. That was a pretty good one. I told you so. That's, what's that? You better get it done. Yeah. Nathan, <laughs> wait until your dad gets home. That's good. Yes, sir. What? You're in charge. Do your chores. I was gonna say she wasn't feeling right. If she said you're in charge. Oh, do your chores. Yes. I'll think about it. That usually means no. You're just giving you time to dwell on this and realize that it ain't going to happen. I like that. Yeah, that's good. Judy, did you look under your bed? No, we do not look under our bed. Oh, <laughs> uh, yes. John? I'll bring you down to size. I'll bring you down to size. That's good. All right. Yes. Aim higher. All right, that's good. That's good. Yes. Yep, wait until your father gets home. Man, didn't you hate those days? Oh, yes, Tabitha. I brought you into this world and I'll take you out. <laughs> I love it. That's good. All right. So, yes. If you're going to fight, take it outside. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we saw a pretty good fight going on with, with, uh, with, with uh, 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 Nick and his sister yesterday. Uh, where are they? They're both upstairs. And Nick got whipped. <laughs> I'm just saying, that was, that was pretty good. We should have filmed that and put that on the screen when he graduated from high school. Remind him of that. So, one more. Yes. 
Oh, go pick out your switch. Oh, man, I did. I had to do that one time. Oh, yeah. Man, that was not a good day. I, you know, that is forever burned into my memory. That, that's why I have this, this twitch now, you know. <laughs> Paul? Yeah, yeah. You know, one time that rang true with me. And when, when I was going to do that, I was going to give Thane a good swat. And he grabbed a hold of my leg and he started going around me. I hit my leg a whole lot more than I hit him. That did hurt me worse than it hurt him that day. <laughs> oh, dear. Yes, I did spank my children, so send me to jail, you know? All right. Well, anyway, we, uh, you know, you think about, you think about your mom, and, and uh, none of our mothers are perfect. I, my mom, you would laugh at this. Some of you have met her, but... My mom is 5'2", and I don't know, 130 pounds or whatever. I don't, I, I stay away from the weight, you know, I don't want to get beat up. But um, my mom, 5'2", and full attitude. And uh, now you know where I got it. So, but, uh, you know, you can always, and I know that not all of you have your mom still. And... But I thank God for mine, and, and uh, thank God I can still call her, and, and even though we're not around each other very much, I know that she's always my number one fan, and I always know that I can call and talk to her, and, and if your mom is still alive, you need to spend some time with her today, and call her if you're not around, and let her know how much you care, and, and uh, truly is uh, I just thank God for how we were raised and, and um, spent many hours at a dinner table. And, you know, I was even giving thought, saw James sitting there and he posted something on Facebook this week about when I was a kid, I would read the back of the cereal box for you know, every time I'd eat breakfast. And, you know, how many did that too? I mean, this is a great generation, you know, and I, and I was just thinking about our home life and, and, that, that TV never came on until everybody got home from work and uh, the sun was down and, and there wasn't anything else. And so you would, you would sit down and, and uh, Friday nights and Saturdays was uh, uh, hee-haw. And, and man, Lawrence Welk, what a horrible show. I, it, my mom and dad never had to spank me, just make me sit and watch Lawrence Welk for an hour. <clears throat> and, you know, and, and uh, what was that, the... The the wide the kingdom one you know the mutual of Omaha, you know that poor guy that always did all the dirty work for the the other guy you know and wrestled the alligators and stuff and it's just a great way to grow up and and I just and and my mom uh, could be pretty patient at times loved me but man you knew when she was mad and and you just uh, just thank God for our families and. Thank God for each one of you here. And Satan is after your family. And he's after your marriage. He's after your children. He's after you and your own walk. And, and uh, ladies, I just, want you to, I just want you to know today that you are appreciated, that you're loved, and that God truly loves you. And you have such a vital, important role in your family. Not only as a mother, but some of you as a grandmother, great-grandmother, and 
You just need to realize the importance that, that you have in this standing and don't let society uh, try to cheapen that. So Proverbs 14 and verse 1, we're going to go through a number of verses today, but in Proverbs chapter 14, just want to read the one verse, and we've looked at these before, but at different times, but in Proverbs 14 verse 1, it says, every wise woman buildeth her house, but the foolish plucketh it down with her hands. First of all, we see that she's wise. Whenever we think about a godly mother, and we think about one that, that, is, that is going to make a difference in their children's lives for eternity, she is wise. How is that? Well, first of all, she, she builds her house with stability. It, it is a mom that, uh, that is part of that issue of, of giving the stability to a home. And, and, whether, and you can see this even in, in the secular studies. You can go to the schools, and our many teachers that are sitting in here today you can tell, and it doesn't take you very long to tell, those children that come whether they have a stable home or not, whether they're saved or not. And, and it is the way that God has designed the family and, and how important it is to have a woman that, and, a, and a mom and a wife that, that is wise. But here we see that she's wise in the Word of God. She's wise and learned and skillful in, in what God's Word says and, and in what God's will is and how we need to direct them and show them and, and, and your children, your family, and, and being a help with that. And, and she's the one that causes her home to flourish because she buildeth her house. She causes a home to flourish. She's the one that helps make it successful. She's the one that, that truly, that, that the children enjoy coming home. You know, I find, it, I find it sad in today's society. You would think that we would learn, but I know that here just a, a couple of weeks ago was the, remember the shooting of Columbine. And I remember the day that, I remember the day that that happened, and I had, I had tickets to a Nuggets game. They were in the playoffs, and, and uh, I remember that uh, one of the young men in the church, I bought the tickets and was taking him to a Nuggets game, and, and we uh, were leaving to go early, and, and then everything shut down, and there wasn't anything that happened that day, and the game was canceled. And, and, but as you heard the story, and, and I don't remember the names of those two kids, but I just found it sad that those two kids were able to, uh, they were accessing the internet, they were learning how to make bombs, they were learning how to, to, how to do all of these things, and then they turned around and they built all of this stuff in their parents' garage. Now, first of all, they wouldn't get it done in my garage, it already looks like a pipe bomb's gone off in my garage, I don't, but... But I, I just, I couldn't imagine, and, and, it, and it just seemed, and it woke me up to the idea that, and my children were real, they were small at that time, very small. Kareth wasn't even around, I don't believe, at that time yet. And so, and, and, but I think, how in the world can, can you be so uninvolved in your children's lives that, that you, you wake up one day and you hear the news your child has shot and killed all these kids in school and act like they knew nothing about it. How uninvolved have we gotten in our families today? How, how, how 
socially we have gotten messed up as, as a family, as a unit in thinking that, look, society may tell you all day long that, that ladies, you need to be a strong, independent woman. And, and what they're saying is that you need to go chase all of your dreams and, and you need to understand that your wife is secondary or your, your husband is second. <clears throat> Your husband is secondary, that your, your children are, are just an a, a inconvenience of the day, and, and that you need to be independent and successful, and you need to go after whatever it is that you want, and you need to realize that you are going to wreck your family, and you're going to wreck your life, and you're going to stand for something that means nothing for eternity. A woman that is wise she builds her house with stability. Your children need to know that they come home and they know that they got a mother that loves them, that they know that they got a, that they got a mom that at any time is going to take that phone and check it and see what's going on. And she has the right to go in and look at your computer and make sure that you're doing the right thing that at times can stand up even when she's 5'2", and say, you are being stupid in what you are doing, and you're going to go to your room, and you're going to behave yourself, or you're going to watch Lawrence Welk. <laughs> but we need to, have, we need to understand that, that ladies, there, there is so much more important than, than you thinking that you've got to go out and, and be this independent woman and you can be independent, you can be strong-willed, and you can still be a godly person. Use it for God's will. Use it in God's glory and, and, and be what you need to be for your, your husband and for your, your family and because it tells us that she buildeth her house and the foolish plucketh it down with her hands. And Proverbs 31 verse 11 says, The heart of her husband doth safely trust in her so that he shall have no need of spoil. Ah, ladies, you'll, you'll never understand because most of us men aren't smart enough to figure out how to relay this to you. So I'm trying to help us all out here, guys. And you can say amen here in a minute. But, but when, you have, when you have a wonderful woman that, that loves you and loves your family and, and, and is loyal and faithful and loves God and, and loves your children and, and, is, and is so focused upon that, that that it says that the heart of her husband doth safely trust in her. You can lay there at night and you can tell your wife the most deepest, darkest secrets that you have, the, the most... The, the, the terrifying insecurities that you have, you can share them with that woman and, and you know that she loves you and cares for you and will pray for you and will help you with that. And she's not going to go gabbing to her other friends and, and she's not going to use it against you in some argument somewhere later. But she's going to be a woman that's going to stand there and help you with those weaknesses and, and help you be stronger. And that man rests in that. And it's such a security and, and, and it's such a, a, such a peace that, that you, can't, you can't describe it, but God makes it that way. And ladies, never forget, oh, how important it is, and husband doth safely trust in her. Later on in that proverb, verse 28, says, her children arise up and call her blessed. Her husband also, and he praiseth her. 
Kids, I know most of them are upstairs, but some of you teens are here. You need to be thanking God that you have a mother. You ought to be thanking God. If you think right now that your mom is too much in your business, you ought to thank God that you have a mom that cares enough that she's going to know what you're building in the garage. She's going to know what you're looking at on your computer. She's going to know what's going on in, in, at school and, and your friends and the circle of friends that you have. And if she doesn't like one of them and she tells little Johnny to take a hike and don't come back, you ought to be grateful that you have a mother that cares enough to tell you that. And you rise up and you call her blessed. And men... I'm helping you out again. I need a tip after today for all of you guys. He praiseth her. I haven't told my wife I loved her in all the years I've been married. She just knows it. Well, you're a fool. And you married a gal that, that you're never going to find another one like it, and if she decided to lose it one day and put a big old knot on your head with a rolling pin, all of us would promise in front of the judge that you fell down and hit your head. <laughs> oh, yeah. You need more than one. Oh, how we need to praise. We need to praise our wife, the mother of our children. We need to praise that one that seems like, Gary Norris, a friend of ours, he always comes through and visits, and, and one year he came through, and it's been just a while back, but but he, he came in and he said, brother, I don't think I have ever walked in this house and that washing machine is not running. I mean, it's just like it's never ending. You, you get one done and there's another load. I mean, now it's kind of that way again. They ain't in care if they're back home, you know. Our, our washer and dryer was like sitting around like, <laughs> maybe we need to do mark and phase, you know, to help them out, you know, bring your... Neighbors, come on, bring your washing, you know, we need to keep this thing running, you know. But, but we see that we need to praise her for all that she does. Even when she makes mandarin orange chicken, and it really tastes awful, you eat it. Thank God that she made it. And you swallow it, and you move on. And you pray she forgets that recipe. Hide it, throw it away. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> but mom does, she builds stability. She, she gives a place where the kids look forward to coming home. She, they look forward to, to getting home. That, that man that's working gets home and he just thanks God that he's got a woman there that loves him and, and, and loves the Lord and you can trust in her. She also builds it spiritually. Look over in Proverbs 24. Proverbs 24 verses 3 and 4 Three aspects in here. Through wisdom is a house builded, and by understanding it is established, and by knowledge shall the chambers be filled with all precious and pleasant riches. Ladies, you know what I want to challenge you? I don't care how old your kids get. If, if you see your children headed down a path that maybe they shouldn't be going down, you have the character to be a mom and say, look, I'm your mother, and I know you're an adult, and I know you can do your own thing, but you're going the wrong way. And you need to turn around, and you need to do the right thing. And you need to, you need to understand that, 
that God's Word is true and that God's promises are true. And you always need to stand for what's right. And if you have a mother like that, and maybe, maybe you are older and your mother is well in her ages, but when she tells you and she sees something that she doesn't like about what's going on, don't get so mad about her that you walk away from it, but thank God that you have a woman that's still in your life that will still tell you and help guide you. Because here it shows us that through ha- wisdom is a house built. And here, the wisdom of God's Word that, look, ladies, spend time in God's Word. You, you that are younger moms right now, you're thinking, man, this is, I, I don't even know what I'm doing. I don't know how in the world this is going to be successful. I don't know how in the world that, that I'm, I'm just going to keep this little guy from becoming the next Charles Manson. And I'm really needing help with this. And you think that you don't have the answers. Well, you don't have the answers, but God does. God has it in His Word. And you you read the Word of God and you learn from the Word of God that what He wants you to become as a person and and as you become a person that that God is working and molding and conforming you into His image that guess what? You're teaching your children and you're helping them along the way to become exactly what it is that God wants them to be. And, And you are filling them with wisdom of God's Word. And that wisdom is how your house is built And it's by the understanding as you learn what God's Word says that that you start having a perception of of how you can apply these things in in your life and how you can apply them to that child and and helping that child to grow and to develop and, and be what he needs to be or she needs to be. And then you are established. You are made firm and 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 you are a strong family that stays together. And by knowledge. And this is an awareness brought on by the study of God's Word. Shall the chambers, shall the rooms of the home be filled with all pleasant and precious, or precious and pleasant riches. You see, it's not all about, you know, mom, you are far more important than just being a taxi service by sending your children to 23 different activities throughout the week and thinking that you are you you are progressing and and making an, a, a a firm home by by thinking that all of these programs out there are are going to teach your children the character that they need and that that these things are going to give them the fulfillment that they need look i'm not against those programs but don't let that take the place of who you need to be as a mother The stability comes from you. The knowledge comes from you. And through that knowledge that you share with your children and you help implement those things into their lives, maybe what we need to do is reevaluate all of our priorities. And if we just look at our lives and say, man, we are just too busy to do things as a family, then you know what you need to do? You need to reprioritize. You don't need everybody else raising your children. You need to be the biggest part in their lives and get rid of the Xbox or whatever and, and the computer for a while and spend some time with them. You need to learn to pray together. You need to have devotions together. You need to sit down at a dinner table and share your day. Just ask them what was going on in their day today. You, you know what? You might find out that one of your daughters is having some real insecurity issues 
because of somebody at, at school that's questioning her about her stands that she's taking, and you'll never know that unless you sit down and ask them. And you get to know your children, and you cry together, and you laugh together, because the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, Proverbs 1.7. Proverbs 31.30 says, Favor is deceitful, and beauty is vain, but a woman that feareth the Lord, she shall be praised. She shall be praised. You see, Proverbs 14.1 tells us that the mom that God wants you to be, you're wise. You, you give your home stability, and then you also build it spiritually. That's the kind of mother that you need to be. And are you perfect? No. Are you doing those things? I would say that yes, most of you are. That's why your families are strong. That's why our church is strong, because of the strong mothers that are there. Now, can we do better in, in areas? Absolutely. So prioritize the things that are important to God, and you'll establish your home. And then quickly, I just want to end with this. Proverbs 12 and verse 4, not only is she wise, but Proverbs 12 and verse 4 says, She's honorable. A virtuous woman, and a virtuous woman is one that's morally worthy. She's valiant. She's efficient. She serves the Lord. She loves God. Is a crown to her husband. And it's not only to her husband. It's to her family. It is a crown. It is a crown. Never, ever forget. Never ever doubt. You might be as a young mother thinking, I don't know if I am making a difference or not. You know what it is? It's the same as what I see in 22 years of a ministry in the same church. The, the longer a pastor goes and is faithful to God's word, the stronger the church gets. And, and you can go throughout the country and mark it down. You look at this and you look at the men that have stayed in a church and stayed for years and years and years, and have been faithful to the Word of God, you will find a strong, fervent, growing church. It's just the way it is. Because of that faithfulness. Well, moms, you stay faithful. You stay faithful, and then one day, as that saying goes, the days are long, but the years are short, you're going to look up one day, and you're going to see that your children are walking out on their own, They've moved out on their own, and you see that they're making godly decisions. Not always, not always making the right decisions, but their feet are headed the right way. They love the Lord, and they want to do the right thing. And you see them doing those things, and you can say, thank you, Lord. Thank you. And why? Why do your children do that? Because they saw an example of someone, not perfect, but faithful, every day, Love the Lord, love their husband, love them as the children, and you'll see that it will develop your family. And through that, you are honorable, and you'll receive a crown that God will give you. And then, you know what you get to do with it? You get to take it to heaven, and you get to lay it at your Savior's feet. And it's there that you as a mother can say, thank you, Lord. Thank you. 
for helping me through the smallest of moments and in all of the doubts that I had. Thank you for saving me and helping me raise my family. Nothing more important. Ladies, God bless you. God bless you as you go home today and you enjoy your family that God has given you and the influence that he gives to you. God bless you. Let's pray. Father, I thank you. I thank you for our ladies that are here today. You tell us in Proverbs eleven sixteen, a gracious woman retaineth honor. Lord, I know that you deserve all praise. You deserve all glory. But Lord, you tell us that a gracious woman retaineth honor. Lord, we honor our moms today. And I pray that you will bless them in a special way. I pray that you will meet the needs. I pray that you will help them when they have doubts, when they have questions, when there's insecurities that mount up, when their independence comes up and they have to regroup and reset the priorities. And Lord, even in that, I thank you. And I pray that you bless each one today. Father, we love you. We ask your blessings upon us. I pray that you search the hearts of each one who's here today. Lord, if there be one here today that as they looked at this scripture and we had dealt nothing with, with salvation this morning, but God, I know your power and I know the working of the Holy Spirit. And I know that if there be one here that has never trusted you as their Savior, that Father, you will prompt them today before they leave to either come to me, come to Pastor West, come to one of the ushers, go to one of their friends, and make sure they settle that today. And Father, I pray that you will guide us, bless today in a special way. In Jesus' name I pray, amen.